You're listening to the What the Hey Show for Millennials, WTHS FM. On the first day of autumn, with skies gray as steel, my grandfather took me to the old battlefield. He said, Susie Q, as you know, we are Scargs. On the opposite side of this field live the Flargs. And my dear Susie Q, it's about time you knew the demented, deranged, and strange things that Flargs do. Our two nations are at war. We cannot reconcile, for we do the same thing in a different style. And we're locked in an arms race, but we're sure to win, because the souls of the flogs are all outside in. What makes them so awful and dirty and mean? Is there something about them that's truly obscene? Well, I'll tell you. He said, and at that point he sighed, as though a small part of himself had just died. Us scargs, when we hump, put the condom on first, while the flogs, when they bump, go ahead and they burst, and put rubbers on after they've sated their thirst. Yes, in every flog uh, bedroom... What? what? But that's just wrong. Yes. To us, they're the weird ones, those flogs who sheathe after, but likewise our scarg ways make flogs burst. No, I, I don't mean it's weird or different from what I'm used to. I mean it's incorrect. I once thought so too, Susie, but if I can keep going, you'll see that there's more that I'm just not yet... No, no, I get the anti-war subtext, the cautionary tale about tribalism and polarizing over minor differences, that's fine, but back to the condom thing, why would you put it on after? Because... Flogs are our yin, and scogs are their yang, and... No, the stop! This isn't like a preference thing. This isn't what side to butter bread or crack an egg with. They're putting them on after. What the actual fuck? Now listen up, Suze. I'm a patriot, too. I once chased around flogs, and I shot them with goo. But this prejudiced view doesn't look good on you. I don't hate the flogs, but they're using condoms wrong. That's not how time works. Susie... Can't you see? We have to end this war before it consumes us all. I'm just worried for them about SDI. Season 1, Episode 1, The Condom Wars, duh! Guys, it's been so long. So nice to have the old friend group back together. Is Thaddeus here yet? He said he'd be running a little late. <gasps> nope, there he is. Okay, so did you tell him? Because I'm just a little uh, Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Hey, you, <laughs> hey. Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, Looking snazzy in that little blazer. Well, you know, got to keep it classy when the three amigos are riding again after how many years has it been now? Three years? Two and a half. Um, yeah, you know what? It is two, two and a half, two and a half for sure. So, Thaddeus, um, I hope you don't mind 
but because we were waiting, we did go ahead and order. Oh, that's totally fine. And hey, you'll never guess why I'm late. Why? I was masturbating. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. It, it went over long. Well, uh, where is that waiter? I keep trying to get his eyes. Just like, wave him over. No, no. Don't worry about me. I can handle this. Uh, <clears throat> Garcon! Oh, Garcon! No, Garcon! Garcon, I would like to make my order, please. Yes. Hello. Hello, folks. Hi. Hi. Uh, so, I'll take the veal burger, and um, I, I do want a side of the, the onions, the, the french fried onions, but do you think you could put the sauce in no, a... No, like no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, sir, I know you're taking his order, but Thaddeus, um, what the fuck was that? Yeah, man, we talked about this this morning. This morning? I don't know what you're picking on me for the here. The Garcon thing. The voice. Fuck, the voice. I don't, I, I, I just don't see the problem. It's with extremely what... rude and humiliating. Yeah, because Garcon means boy in French, so you're kind of infantilizing me. It, it, it means boy in French? I mean, I, I thought it was just, no, you know, like you another way of... No, you didn't think like... it was anything. You know what it means. We've been through this before. And the dinging bell sound. Oh, my, oh God. my God, the fucking bell. What is that <sighs> bell? That dinging bell that just makes you want to hit you. I, I'm dinging for service. You would you would ding for service. No, you wouldn't. We don't generally encourage bell dinging in this establishment. Guys, I don't know what to say. <laughs> anyway, I'll take your... Sir, we thank you, but this table is having a bit of a crisis right now. Absolutely. I'll let you guys sort this out, and I'll circle back. Thanks. Thaddeus, I can't believe you would do this to us after what we went through last time. What did I... What did I do last time? Huh? What did I do? <laughs> I mean, Kelsey had to leave. That's how humiliated she was. By a French word used in the culinary world? It's not, though. Mocking someone in a foreign language is just never okay. <sighs> I mean, you guys are a bunch of... Bunch of hypocrites, man. Excuse me, folks. I've spoken with the manager, and he agreed that in the spirit of friendship and, well, not making a scene, your meals will be on the house tonight. And complimentary desserts all around, of course. You are so kind, but we're leaving, right? Definitely. Absolutely. I'll get the doggy bags ready. And he bought it. <laughs> Hot dog! You are on a roll this week, Thaddeus. Oh, we did a little bit better than hot dogs and rolls this time, fam. <laughs> Free pie! <laughs> Woo! Finally Woo! out of the brownie slump. We working again tomorrow? Yeah, um, but... You know, we, we've been doing the garçon routine a lot lately. Don't you think it's maybe time we should, like, shook it up, try something yes, new? Yes, I do believe you would have benefited from switching to a new routine. Hey, it's the waiter from earlier, but now he sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch. That's because my voice sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch. So long now I've been after you for, and now after all these years of anticipation, I just can't wait to see the lot of you behind bars. Oh, I get it. 
So this is a sting. Who are you, really? Well, I'm not a waiter, as you've deduced. No, I'm more of a busboy for justice. The name's Princeton Faxhammer, FBDI. FBDI? Yes, the Federal Bureau of Desserts Investigations. I'm Clayton Toynbee, founder and chief of the Federal Bureau of Desserts Investigations. Since 1987, the FBDI has been keeping you and your favorite restaurants safe from dessert thieves, frosting liquors, brownie bandits, and candy cane killers. If it's a federal crime and involves dessert, it's our jurisdiction. Fact or fiction? Dessert crimes make up 80% of all criminal acts. Fiction. Nobody knows the real number, but it's probably a whole heckin' load lower than that. Fact or fiction? Crimes of passion fruit cost the American taxpayer $9 billion every calendar year. Fiction. This is just another cock baby number pulled out of nowhere. Passion fruit is a very small part of the fruit market. Fact or fiction? Candy robbers are hardened criminals armed to the Fiction. Most tend to be young, rather overweight children. They're not a physical threat. You can take them. Fact or fiction? The FBDI is not a real federal institution. Okay. Fact. But technically, we're citizens. We can make a citizen's arrest. And there's no law against having an acronym. I checked the laws concerning acronyms. Seriously, they have no upper body strength. Just snatch those skills. Okay, Clayton Toynbee is going to go grab some avocado toast, a couple brewskis, and polish that bad boy off with some contraband Toblerone. I stole it from a baby! A baby! song about taking parasocial relationships to their logical conclusion. Uh. Baby growing meats, baby. In the laboratory say it's cruelty free, baby. But I'm not so sure chicken's taking part, baby. That's what my mouth desires. Think I'm getting weird, baby. Think someone's getting fired. Yesterday I was invited. Experimental tasting session. I was so excited. Morally cooked live grown meats and the grill was fired up. And the host said to eat up, and the meat came out, and my jaw dropped down. I was expecting steak tartare, pork chops and lamb chops, shrimp and more. Ever since the dawn of our race, we've been averse to food with a human face. What the hey we eating, fam? I asked to the lady, this don't look like beef or ham. This shit was getting crazy. Just calm down and don't freak out. The lady said to me, There are still kinks we working out. The lady said to me, Baby growing meats, baby. In the laboratory say it's cruelty free, baby. But I'm not so sure chicken's taking pork, baby. That's what my heart desires. I don't want to eat this shit. Hope someone's getting fired. Then I put my foot down and I said enough's enough. Tell me what we eating or I'm calling the fuzz. The lady said, There's no need. This is a future of beats. Lab-grown, ethical celebrity meats. We eat in George Clooney, baby. We eat in Beyonce. Clone up Adam Driver, baby. And Timmy Chalamet. Biopsies and Daya, baby. Cultured in a dish. Eating lab-grown Nefertiti. Is my ultimate wish. And now, we return to The Condom Wars. To make peace between the scarves and the flogs It's time to lay down all our weapons and arms 
first day of winter, as the last red leaves fell, I met my new boyfriend at the Grand Flark Hotel. Name? I'm Suzanne. Suzanne Quinton. Ah, uh, yes. You booked room 324B. Say, Quentin, isn't that a... A scarred s- name? Yes. Brave of you to venture so deep into Flark country. The war is over. I'm dating someone from the other side. A Flark? One of us? Well, that's awful progressive of you. We're all just people. Those labels have divided us too long. But when I'm with him, it's like... Like there were never different sides. It's like the war is this thing I read about once I and- get it. I was young and in love once, too. I'm not sure I'm there yet myself, but it's you young people who are going to make tomorrow better than today. And it sounds like you're on the right footing to make that happen. Hey, Susie? Yeah, boo? I was just wondering if maybe you'd like to take things to the next... Level? You mean sex? Yeah. I'm down. All right. Well, uh, I mean, uh... I don't really... Uh, as far... <laughs> so, um, you have one, right? Because I don't. Yeah, yeah, it's in my wallet. Yeah! <laughs> Keeping it in the wallet! <laughs> Bringing it to meet your girlfriend! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your wallet's on you, right? Like, it's in your pants pocket. I left it on the table. <laughs> the table? The table on the other side of the suite? <laughs> Suze, it's not a big deal. I'll go get it when the time is right. Right, right. No, no, it's, it's not a big deal. Now come close, beautiful. So what, what do you mean, the time is right? <laughs> what? You said, you said you'll grab it when the time is right. So is that step four or... After. Suzanne, this is getting awkward. I know those old prejudices die hard, but this hurts. These aren't prejudices. I just I just want to make sure we're having protected sex because my I brought was- a condom. We're good to go. Look, Suze, this was our grandparents' war. It's time we unlearn all that bull crap about who's wrong and who's right. Yeah, and- yeah, but um, I mean you know there's a right and a wrong way to use condoms, right? Susie, there are many ways of living. Okay, many ways of knowing. Right, except the funny thing about that is there's actually one correct way to use a condom. What are you saying? I just want some reassurance that you're going to put the condom on before we get intimate. It's like looking at a photo from the distant past. I never would have taken you for such a relic. Oh my god, you were, you're actually going to put it on after. What the actual fuck? Susie, condoms are only 20% effective. They're kind of just symbolic. Only for you guys. For the rest of normal human society, they're 98% effective. Haven't you ever wondered why you're the only people on earth who can't make condoms work? Out here, in the real world... We put them on before, so ensuring that they're on during. <laughs> it's, it's almost like it's almost like doing things in order yields better outcomes. It's almost it's almost like we live in a universe of cause and effect, where phenomena don't just dance back and forth across time because of wishes and fucking fairy dust. Almost. Yeah, I tried really hard to follow that, but I'm very turned on. So. Okay, ladies, let the meeting begin. Oh, 
One last thing before we start off. Eliza, can you do me the small favor of shutting the fuck up until my coffee arrives? You're going to love it. Their espresso is amazing. Um, how have we never come here before? Can we stay on track for We've just a We've never come here because Eliza is a basic bitch for Starbucks. I like Starbucks too. I just love coffee. All coffee. Ladies. Put it in my veins. Ugh, do not talk to me in the morning until I've had my daily dose of caffeine. <laughs> um, more like 10 doses. From God's ear to these lips. And do not talk to me in the evening until I've had my daily glass of Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> hey, Eliza. Who's your friend? Hi. <laughs> well, I was about to introduce her before the great coffee and wine conversation of 2021. So here we go. This is Danica. She's in my yoga class and she's interested in the anti-vaccine movement just like we all are. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danica, introduce yourself. Hi, girls. Um, so I just moved here from Pittsburgh. Um, go Steelers! <laughs> and, uh, I'm really been hoping to find a group of like-minded moms who follow the science and, and, and follow the money and follow the wine. <laughs> yeah, follow it with a second glass. Try a third glass. Fourth. Fifth. You want to make this a fucking competition? I can go all day. Six. Ladies, so help me God. Let's let Danica introduce herself and be the welcoming bunch I know we all can be. Capiche? See a couple. Danica, we're listening. Right. Woo, go wine. Um, but I, I just brought some literature to share, and I was thinking maybe we could organize, like, a, a sit-in at a vaccination center on Washington Street, and if that works, Danica, could... I'm dying to know. Your husband. What's he packing? What's he? Yeah, is he like Kenna's man? <laughs> I'm the lucky one over here. Or like um, <clears throat> Sarah's man. Ugh, more like Sarah's boy. <laughs> A little boy, am I right? <laughs> she is. She's right. Well, come on, new girl, spill. Um, I mean, we we can definitely talk about this, but but what, newbie? But what? Well, I I just. I guess I thought this was more like a, a serious group where we, you know, review studies about blood clots and, and maybe swap Eastern medicine alternatives or, or at least try to get the word out about... About, about what? About, you know, the, the vaccine stuff that we all care about. Oh, oh, bitch. Oh, you poor little bitch. What? Oh my God, she's serious. I'm really confused. This is an anti-vax group, right? Yeah, but we're not fucking nerds about it. With all due respect, I'm not a nerd. I'm a concerned mother and a citizen who is sick of being manipulated by Big Pharma and I Oh, won't Big Pharma! Big Scary Pharma! Ugh, she sounds like my teenage nephew. Mm, is he the Bernie bro? No, that's my husband's nephew. My nephew's a Trump guy. Well... I voted for Trump, too. Bitch, we all voted for Trump. We're extremely vapid, affluent white women. That's how this works. Look, I just thought you guys were serious about vaccines and the danger that they pose to our children. Eliza, can you just tell her? What? Tell me what? 
it's nothing. Eliza, I think you owe me an explanation. Uh, okay, fine. Look, none of us are into vaccines, right? Right. But it's not because of any of that nerdy science shit. I don't get it. Isn't the science the whole point behind refusing the vaccines? No. Truth is, we're all just scared of needles. Can't stand them. Yeah. I like a big prick, not a tiny one. You're all just scared of needles. That's right. Being anti-vax gives us a good reason not to take shots. So you're not compelled by the science at all? Uh, No, actually. The science is pretty clearly on the side of vaccines. They save lives. They've all but eradicated several diseases. And they make it so even if you do get sick, you get a whole lot less sick. So... All those studies. The link with autism. Propaganda. Invented out of whole cloth. But by who? I mean, certainly not. By By the the white mob mafia. mafia. So it does exist. It sure does. So this is actually a meeting? Yes. We are all top members of the white mob mafia. And who's the leader? (laughs) You're looking at her, bitch. Eliza, you're the capo? I'm a capo, but I answer to another. The big boss, the capo de capi. What's her name? They call her Benzini. But no, that's not her name. I think it's Meg Richards. Does this mean I'm in the inner sanctum? Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow the fuck down. We'll let you know when you've made it to the outer sanctum. Right now, you're in the outer orbit, floating around the inner orbit, which abuts the outer sanctum. You're like two levels away from learning who really killed JFK. Oh, was it? It's not who you think. But was it? It's not who you fucking think, okay? Your mind isn't ready. I just can't believe vaccines are safe. God, I must have sounded so crazy to people. Like my sister who's always going on about elites harvesting adrenochrome from children. Oh my God, did someone just say adrenochrome? Eliza, tell me you've got some. Oh, I do. Who wants a bump? Fuck yeah, let me at it. Oh, this is the good stuff. Adrenochrome. Do not talk to me in the morning until I've had my daily dose of chrome. It's chrome o'clock somewhere, bitches. That was this month's episode of the What the Hey Show for Millennials. Did you enjoy it? Of course you did. Here are some things you can do to support the show. First, bop on over to patreon.com slash whsfmpod. There, you can sign up for one of our tiered patron programs. They come with all sorts of fun goodies, and you'll be supporting the show. Next, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to this. That way, you'll get each new episode as it drops. Oh, and if you're on Apple Podcasts or another app that allows you to leave reviews, would you consider leaving one? Five-star minimum, of course. Next, why don't you go ahead and follow the show on Instagram and Twitter? The handle for both platforms is WHSFMPod. That's W-H-S-F-M-P-O-D. There you'll get all the latest news and updates, and you can engage with us. Pretty cool. And the last thing you can do is just share the show with your friends, family, co-workers, religious and spiritual leaders, yoga instructors, and auto mechanics. Word of mouth is where it's at, yo. I, I'm out. See you next month.